5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Well, the announcement came today. The Premier, the pageant director, the band were out in Victoria Square and uh, it was wonderful to hear the news that the Christmas pageant will be back where it belongs on Adelaide Streets come uh, the second Saturday in November. Brian Gilbertson is the National Pharmacy's Christmas pageant director, my boss on Christmas Day, in fact. He joins me now. Hello, Brian. Matthew, how are you this evening? Very, very well, thank you. Well, you must have been elated when this decision came out. Oh, yeah. I, uh, You know, for two years, each year, we've been trying to work out how to get it onto the street, but just couldn't do it. Mm. Um, and, you know, thank heavens that the Adelaide Oval was available and we were able to manage doing it there. So we're at least able to present a pageant each year, but um, in a, albeit in a different setting. But now back on the street... Um, you know, I think that the public are going to be really pleased and really chuffed about that. Uh, there's a lot of chatter on our social media channels at the minute. Uh, we're excited, and um, so I think the proof is in the pudding. And, of course, our team is very excited too, and I'm sure you are. Yeah, I absolutely am. But uh, it's been two years. Are you, you planning anything? I mean, how can you do a Christmas pageant differently? But what are your thoughts around that at the moment, trying to, trying to you know, welcome it back, as it were? Uh, well, you know, we'll we'll announce a few more things as the year progresses, but certainly my mind's going to, you know, there were things that we learnt from putting on a stadium event. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I will be um, looking at how I can adopt some of that within the context of, um, of the pageant. Um, I won't say much more about that now, but, you know, yeah. they're great learning experiences and we'll see see where that leads to. Um, and once we land those sort of things, we will um, we will be announcing them. Oh, I can't uh, wait to see because you've proven yourself. Not that I had any doubt in this, but you've proven yourself to Adelaide over the last few years of being extremely creative in the way you you basically took what was a street parade and turned it into a stage show. And uh, it was <laughs> it was interesting to see. It was fascinating. Circle the wagons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it was um, yeah. And, and what an honour um, it was to be given that challenge. Mm. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we've got a fantastic team uh, at the pageant. And uh, so, you know, and we, we put that together in just inside three months. So, yeah. uh, you know, that lots of people just thought that would be impossible. I think we all thought it was going to be impossible. We just chipped away at it, worked it out, uh, got the buy-in. I think the first thing we did was we spoke to everybody who was involved and said, are you with me on this? Because... We needed everybody to be attentive. We couldn't waste time repeating things. Yeah. And, yeah, so we had to sort of say, are you with me? Are you buying in on this? Mm. Uh, bear with me because we haven't got any answers for you yet. It took us nearly a month to really work out what we were going to do before we could tell others so that they could then put things in place. So yeah, yeah. they really only, only had two months uh, after we'd measured up and worked everything out. Um so, yeah, I think everybody who was associated with that from behind the scenes was extremely proud of uh, what we achieved, um, and we've been recognised for it across many different channels as, as you know, uh, an exceptional event, so we were very proud of that. Yeah. But, you know, a parade does belong on the street, and, um, and uh, you know, we, uh, we could only get, uh, <clears throat> you know, a certain number of people into the Adelaide Oval mm. under the COVID environment, which meant that everybody else... Who, who, you know, and I thank all all of the people of South Australia who are part of our broader pageant family for their, um, 
you know, uh, patients. Um, you know, some of them weren't able to get to see the pageant, um, and but fortunately we had the broadcast, which they could all join in with. Um, but now, back on the street, everybody yeah. can get out there and have a have a have a look and participate again. That is fantastic. And you know, you talk about uh, the message. There was no time to to repeat it. You know, you you can't afford to waste time repeating it over and over and over. Mm. How many how many people, apart from your your core fifteen or whatever, who work at uh, Stardust Castle there? How many people involved on pageant day? This will surprise people, I'm sure. Well, I. I face up to, in advance of, well, close to three and a half thousand people in the lead up to pageant, and talk to that many people. Um, so we, you know, we would normally have about three and a half thousand people yeah. behind the scenes and inside the blue on a line. That's unreal. At the at the oval, I think it was something like two thousand eight hundred thereabouts. Okay. Yeah. Um, because we had a few floats that we, you know, it was it was not, it, it was too high a risk to take them through the funnel, mm. and also we had to, we only had a certain amount of space, and we had to work out mathematically how we could rotate those vehicles inside the oval without getting them stuck. Yes, because we basically had to have effectively a traffic light situation at the entry and exit for the first half. Yeah. And in the second half, we had to be able to get Father Christmas on without, and and we did that well in the first year, but not as well as we would have liked. And then we did it exceptionally well in the second yeah. year because we learned from the first. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is mm. amazing. You know, it's such a such a production, especially in that sort of environment. I mean, it is anyway on the roads, which I guess I'm a bit privy to seeing it sort of come together in, in the little bit that I'm uh, involved with um, as a float driver, uh, Brian. Mm. And I, I note with uh, a little bit of uh, a thrill, I suppose, that the, the double-decker buses, I, I'm hoping they're still in it, but they're coming up to their 50th anniversary. Yeah, they've been around for a while, and uh, what a great sort of entry they are into the parade you know um, there's arguments for and against a lot of things in the parade because people will say it's a Christmas parade but mm. you know it's a parade that happens at Christmas time yes and so the original philosophy was you know um, you know fairy tales and um, nursery rhymes and Christmas uh, images and also celebrating things of the day mm. So, you know, if we look back through um, uh, my 20-odd, 21 years or so, um, I've tried to stay true to that but also bring that thinking forward yeah. so, that it, so that it's modern and ref- as modern as we can and as refreshed as we can. As we can. Uh, so, you know, the rage cage was probably one thing that took a while to get over the line. That's the Christmas wrapping float. Yes. Um but, uh, you know, that's a very popular float in the pageant now. And, I mean, the noise that happens as that goes by is amazing. Mm. So, you know, there's a whole pile of different things that make up the pageant. If it was all Christmas, it might not be as interesting as having the diversity of things that are in it. So, Yeah, yeah. Um, amazing. 
It is it is amazing, Brian. And you know, you talk about um just, you know, the, the, the heritage, I suppose, of it going back those years and looking today after the announcement came out on social media particularly, just how many photos uh, appeared and images from years gone by, you know, the old floats that are no longer in it, the old mm. Santa floats, for instance. And uh, many of us can remember those as, as children, just some of them. I mean, it's changed. It changes what, once every 20 years or so, it's upgraded. And uh, it uh, just some of the, the old floats and the old images of people lining even Rundle Street and standing on the uh, the veranda of David Jones. <laughs> I, I wonder if that had been weight tested back then. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't. No. I tell you, that, that would have been creaking under the weight. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of those photos, there's 40 and 50 people. Yes. Full-bodied people standing on those verandas, which are just hanging by those hooks. Yes. Uh, or, you know, supported by those hooked uh, metal um, bars mm. at each end, mm. you know, but, 40, you know, 30, 40 metres apart. But the, the point <laughs> is, and, and even though you've you've updated floats and modernised and all that, you know, people in Adelaide looking at those images, it means something to us. You get you get people coming from over, over interstate or whatever saying, I kind of don't get it, it's a parade. But to Adelaide, it is so special, isn't it? It is so, so special. Uh, yeah, it is, and um, I think it's because people take ownership of it. Yeah. You know, if you own something that is a treasure, something that's special, you know, I don't know, I had a cardigan once that was my grandfather's, <laughs> yeah. and I was bitterly disappointed. I think I actually might have even shed some tears when my mother gave it to St. Vincent de Paul, as oh, much as no. I love giving stuff to St. Vincent de Paul. My favourite cardigan. Um, so I And you treat them, you know, these favourite things you treat Yes. Well, you know, we we all look at ourselves as caretakers of this event. Mm. You know, not owners, n- not not the people who run it. We're the caretakers, and so there's a responsibility to the tradition and all of those, and balancing all of that. Um, and then the public, you know, they they are almost like caretakers of the event because the grandparents and the you know take their take the kids in if the if the if their children can't take them in. Um, there's this handing over of, you know, being behind the blue alarm, blue on a line and the responsibility of that. Um, there's, uh, you know, the responsibility then is handed on traditionally mm. to the person who's going to go and guard the space that the family's been in for years where yes. they've done their chalk drawings, where they've taken photographs of kids at two and three years of age that yes. are now 25 with their own children. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's quite an emotional thing to think about the the the, the thousands of stories the millions of people yes. who've, who've seen this event over those years. Uh, it is. That, is a, that is a massive, um, you know, asset that, um, you know, I think we all value. Yeah. And, um, and that's why, you know, people feel strongly enough to speak about it. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that we've got the social media out there now because, you know, we've got social channels on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, they're just made for, for all of the photographs we've got. So mm-hmm. I, I give a shout out to everybody. Just jump on there and share your stories yeah. uh, as much as you can because I think people love to actually see them. You know, people, mm-hmm. some people think, oh, you know, well, I don't want to tell that story. But those simple little stories make up the fabric of our society, don't they? Absolutely they do. And such an honour to be involved uh, in it too, Brian. Thank you for that opportunity and uh, great speaking with you tonight. Look forward to it rolling around. Well, we love you. Having, love having you there, uh, Matthew, and you do a great job for us. So, as do all of the other volunteers. Yeah. You know, over three thousand volunteers are in and around the pageant each year, and we thank them all. It wouldn't happen without Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And you're one of them, and uh, I hope you're very proud of that.
Yeah, indeed, indeed. Thank you, Brian. Nice speaking with you tonight and see you later in the year. Cheers, Matthew. All the best. Brian Gilbertson there, the National Pharmacy's Christmas pageant. It is back on the road. 90 years. It's amazing, isn't it? We all grew up with it. We've all got stories about it. And uh, and being part of it now, it's it's just fantastic. Love doing it every year. Can't wait for it to come round and uh, and take part in that great event. Five AA nights with Matthew Pantelis.